I remember years ago attending a talk by Dr. Peter Kraft, and he was speaking about the disciple whom Jesus loved, St. John. According to Dr. Peter Kraft, who is a much more learned and researched man than I, he was speaking about St. John being questioned by his followers, why do you speak about love all the time? And St. John's response was, what else is there to talk about? God is love. Today we will be taking a deep dive into the act of charity or the act of love in its original Latin form and seeing how it lines up with the general English act of charity. Greetings, listeners of the Latin Prayer Podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Before we look at today's episode, I first want to extend my thanks to all of you who listen to the podcast, especially those who are praying the rosary daily. The links, of course, for the daily rosary are in the show notes. Remember, Pope St. Pius X once said, if there were one million families praying the rosary every day, the entire world would be saved. If you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes, please hit the like button and leave a comment to show your support. Of course, if you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, don't hesitate to reach out to me via email at latinprayerpodcast at gmail.com. And lastly, if you would like to support this podcast further, please consider becoming a subscriber on my Patreon page. There are four tiers available to choose from. However, you can select a custom option, and with a minimum monthly donation of only $1 to $2 a month, you can help me continue to create meaningful content for you, And before we end today's episode, we will pray for our wonderful patrons, their families, and their intentions. So thank you again for tuning in. Let's get started. Let's take a look at the general English version first. And it goes, Oh my God, I love thee above all things with my whole heart and soul, because thou art all good and worthy of all love. I love my neighbor as myself for the love of thee. I forgive all who have injured me, and ask pardon of all whom I have injured. Amen. Like the act of hope and the act of faith, the act of love is less poetic in Latin and very straight to the point, but it is very specific. It begins, Domine Deus, Lord God. Amo te super omnia. So amo is love. Te is, of course, you or God. So amo te, I love you. Super omnia, above all things. The next line is proximum meum. So proximum should make you think of proximity or something beside you, something near to you. And of course, that is your neighbor. So proximum meum is my neighbor. And then the next line is propter te. Propter is because te, you, because of you. So Lord God, I love you above all things. I love my neighbor because of you. It continues on. Quia tu es sumum infinitum et perfectissimum bonum. So quia tu is because you, s, r, quia tu es, because you are, sumum, the highest. Think of the word summit, sumum, summit, the highest summit. Infinitum, which is infinite. Et perfectissimum bonum, and the most perfect good. So because you are the highest, infinite, and most perfect good, and it continues on, omni delectione dignum. Omni is, of course, all. Delectione is, think of 
delicacy and something that is just so lovable. And dignum is worthiness or dignity. So because you are worthy of all love. Omni delectione dignum. Worthy of all love. It ends in ac caritate vivere et mori statuo. I decide to live and to die in this love. So now let's just compare the two. The general English, when it says, Oh my God, I love thee above all things, it goes on to say with my whole heart and soul. And I have to point out that it's doing this because it almost needs to do this. Before I go any further, in English we have one word for love. However, in the Latin and original Greek, there were four different words for love. They had different meanings. And it's most excellently explained by C.S. Lewis in his book, The Four Loves. And the four loves are storge, which is the Greek word, and it's an empathy bond. Then philia, which is a friend bond. Then eros, which is romantic love. And then agape, which is unconditional God love. Agape, from the Greek, translated into the Latin, is where we get the word caritas from, or charity from. This love exists regardless of changing circumstances. I'm going to go from C.S. Lewis here. He recognizes this selfless love as the greatest of the four loves, and he sees it specifically as a Christian virtue to achieve. The virtue, in fact. Which, if you look at the writings of St. John, that was exactly what he was driving home in every single message that he gave. In every one of his writings, as he points to this unconditional God love, which we are attempting to adopt and emulate and imitate and develop in the very fiber of our being. So when we look at those words, amo or caritate in the Latin, they are specifically pointing towards agape, the unconditional God love. And it doesn't need all of these extra things with my whole heart or soul because it's clearly specific in the Latin. It's also interesting to note that the English goes on to ask for forgiveness of all who have injured me and ask pardon of all whom I have injured. It includes this, but this is nowhere found in the original act of charity in Latin. Now, just for interest's sake, I'm going to speculate as to why this is, and I think it kind of falls in the same line of thinking as just English isn't specific enough, and so we need to bolster it up by adding these extra things to it. When you say the word caritas, or when you say the word amo in Latin, they have already this unconditional godlike connotation to it. This is what we are aiming for or reaching for when we say the words amo te or caritate. But because in English, love seems sort of weak, we need to demonstrate how we love. And we say, I forgive all who have injured me and I ask pardon for all whom I have injured. And in doing so, we are sort of showing God that we are trying to emulate the meaning of God love. As in the other two prayers, the act of hope and the act of faith, the English leaves out the last line, in hac caritate vivere et mori statuo. And I think this is a very important line. 
as I've gone through each one of these prayers, I recognize that at the end, what's happening here is a sort of resolution, a definitive mark. It's almost we're making a decision with an incredible amount of determination and willpower. We are willing this to be the case in hoc caritate, in this agape love, in this unconditional God love. Vivere et mori. May I live and I die. Statuo means I have decided that this is the way that it is going to be. This is the status of it. That in this love, I will live and I will die. And that's saying something. Same thing with the act of hope. In ac spe, in this hope. Vivere et mori statuo. In ac fide, in this faith. Vivere et mori statuo. These are strong decisions and they do something to our innermost being. They turn the ego, the inner I, from inside towards this final destination, this eternity, this eternity with the triune God. I'm reminded of the phrase from Scripture where our blessed Lord turns and sets his face towards Jerusalem. He has decided and he cannot be turned from this path. And so when we pray the act of faith, hope, and the act of caritatis, we are deciding, we have set our face towards God, and we will not turn from it in life and in death. So I would encourage you to learn this beautiful prayer in Latin with all of its specificity. It may be less poetic, but I think it is incredible to have these final lines with such power and with such emphasis. Prayer begets what it signifies. In other words, we get exactly what we ask for. And as always, I'd like to finish by thanking and praying for all of our Patreon members, without whom I would not be able to continue making this content for you. So please join me now in praying for them, their family members, and their intentions. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Pater noster qui es in celis sanctificetur nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nos a malo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Iesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicuterat in principio et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Until our next episode, may God love you and Our Lady keep you.